Order up! Welcome to a brand new episode of the Order Podcast. I'm Terry Warner. Thank you so much for checking on this episode. This one hopefully isn't too long, but I'm just going to be talking about the new Mortal Kombat movie that actually just came out. I want to talk about it, how I felt about it, and things like that. There's been a lot of mixed reviews. Some people really love it, some people really hate it, and some people like me are kind of like in the middle. Because it wasn't too bad, in my opinion, but it wasn't great either. You know, it's kind of... I'll give it like a 3 out of 5, a 7 out of 10, something like that. Somewhere in between those two grades, that's where I will get the movie. And I think, you know, one of the biggest things that went, went against the movie was they didn't really advertise the movie as being a prelude to the Mortal Kombat tournament, which is what the movie was. And you had to, like, watch some interviews or read some articles where the uh, the director and, like, the um, the screenwriter and stuff, they talked about how this movie is actually a prelude to the more traditional Mortal Kombat uh, tournament, which is cool. They should have promoted it like that. They should have had, when they did the trailer and stuff like that, they should have had that in there because I think that would have really helped people's um, view going to the movie. Like, and then there were some other issues where the coach, uh, Cole Young, who is the new character, I think his name is Cole Young. I know his name is Cole. I'm pretty sure it's Cole Young. He was like a new character that they added to the whole Mortal Kombat mythos just for like this movie franchise. And he was supposed to be the uh, the point of view character for the audience. So, you know, he's a new person getting introduced to all this new uh, Mortal Kombat stuff, so the lore and stuff. And he was supposed to be kind of person that the audience related to. Completely honest, no one really related to him. Because <laughs> he was kind of there. Because if you take Cole out of the Mortal Kombat movie, the movie works just as fine. Like, it's, it's uh, it works the exact same as he was there. And also, I felt like they kind of shoo in some Easter eggs through Cole. Like, Cole is from the South Side of Chicago, which, if you didn't know, uh, Midway Games created the original Mortal Kombat. It was created, of course, by Ed Boon and um, John Tobias um, in Chicago. So him being from Chicago, it's a nice little Easter egg to that. Also, the person that he beats for like a a, a championship in a, uh, I think it was like a lightweight belt. The guy's name is Eddie Tobias, which of course is a reference to Ed Boone and John Tobias. And so, yeah, that's kind of I feel like they kind of shoehorned some Easter eggs through Cole because his, his backstory is completely new. Then he kind of adds stuff to it. You had that little Easter egg. You have, of course, he was um kind of one of Scorpion's like lineage. He has like the blood of Hanzo. I think his name was Hanzo Tori or Hanzo Hasashi. I forget his name. But he had, like, you know, the Shira Ryu, you know, clan blood in him. And he's Scorpion's, you know, long lost relative. And the bloodline is through him. And there's some prophecy with Scorpion, which doesn't exist in the games. Like, they can do, like, you don't have to do the Mortal Kombat story exactly like how it is. But that was kind of stupid. Like, you didn't have to do that. You could have done your own little thing. But that was just kind of weird to kind of shoehorn Scorpion. But Scorpion has always been just kind of a lone wolf. He's just kind of, he's been controlled and stuff like that if you play the games and stuff. He's gone through some like some brainwashing and some being manipulated and shit like that. But uh yeah, but he was never like, oh, if you bleed your blood, if my <laughs> if my lineage bleeds on this spear, I will appear. That never happened. And it happened in of course the climax of the movie was very stupid. Uh, that, there's there's like a lot of like weird like little weird parts in Mortal Kombat. The pacing was weird. Um, uh, but I didn't go into it for like because a lot of people say, Oh, the acting's so bad. And some Mortal Kombat movies. Like, the acting wasn't going to be that great. Like, what were you expecting? You know, I said, people were expecting like, Avengers Endgame from this movie. I'm like, no. You're going to, you know, I was expecting Easter eggs from the games and stuff and fatalities. And I got those two things. And I think they did a pretty good job with the special effects. There are certain things I feel like that they should have pulled back, you know, like from the trailer. They shouldn't have shown Luke Kane's uh, dragon fatality where he makes the flame dragon. That shit was dope. That's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. And Sub-Zero as a character was really dope. And them just... I'm pretty sure they put their whole special effect budget into Sub-Zero. 
two of the best characters in the Mortal Kombat movie are Kano and Cabal. Absolutely the two best characters. I guess I should have said spoiler alert before I um, posted, before I uh, started my podcast for this. But whatever. Uh, you kind of, I'll put spoiler alert and everything else. You'll know. Like, if you haven't seen the movie, don't listen to this yet. But Kano and Cabal were absolutely hilarious. Actually, in my opinion, Kano was a very good point of view character because he didn't know what was really going on. He kind of knew bits and pieces of it, but he was very much like, what the fuck is this? What the hell is that? Fuck are you talking about? That sounds stupid. Like, you know, like it was just really funny. Like, he was a very good, I feel like, point of view character where he, I feel like, represented the character, like, he represented the audience the most because he was very much like, I don't know, I don't understand. I'm just trying to get paid. I'm just trying to steal some shit. I'm just trying to get back to, you know, the Black Dragon Clan, you know. So it was, I thought he was a very good character and Cabal was hilarious. Like, Cabal's kind of funny in the game, especially in some of the latter ones. He kind of had, like, some some good one-liners, but in the movie, he was just hilarious. Like, him and Kano together, the two best parts of it. Oh, they were two of my favorite parts. Like, I like, like, Melina didn't say a whole lot. I think Sissy Stranger is her name that plays Melina. Hey, low-key, she's bae. Like, hey, Melina was thick as hell for no reason. It was just funny that people were just like, yay. Like, not for nothing, Melina was thick. But also, a lot of people were complaining about, like, Melina's face, because you see, like, she kind of had, like, she had, like, some teeth. You see, like, the scars around her mouth from where she has, like, her terracotta teeth from the game, but they didn't show it. A lot of people were like, oh, Melina's not going to have her teeth. But at the end of the movie, I'm not sure what, I'm not sure if she did it, or if it's, like, part of her powers that she had in the movie, but then, like, the scars went away, and the teeth came in. She was full-blown, traditional Melina with the fucked up mouth. It was great to see. I did look how everyone had, like, you know, some reminiscences of their special moves. Melina had, like, her teleport moves. Cabal had his speed. Luke came through fireballs. Kano had his eye. Sonya ended up her power, like, her beams, her, uh, her pulses, whatever they're called. Jax was kind of weird because he went from these really thin, like, uh, like, um, bobby pin arms. And he ends up activating, like, his actual arms. That was kind of weird to me. Because I was wondering, like, how he get his arms when they're in, like, um, right in his temple, and they're like a monk, like you know, how the hell they have this tech, and all of a sudden he like unlocks his bigger arms. There were some like some weird parts, but one of the last weird parts I'm going to talk about before I get into like all like the stuff I really did enjoy was at the end where Cole is the person who's giving out their marching orders, and and you know he's like, oh you know you know you fight so and so because like Jack said, oh you know I'm gonna fight Renko, and I'm like, he never said his name, <laughs> like no one ever said Renko's name outside of. I think Sang Shum said it, but he said it in Outworld, and no one from Earthrealm heard it. So I'm like, how did Jack, how you know his name? And then, because even, at least Sonya was like, I don't want to fight old girl with the teeth. I appreciated that. And then he was, and then Cole was like, oh, well, no, you fight Kano, which is, makes sense, as you know Kano's name. And at the end, he's like, oh, yeah, me and Luke Kane will fight Cabal and Melina. They never said Cabal and Melina's name. So how the hell, like, how the hell does Cole know these characters' name, and they never actually introduce themselves? Like, their names were never mentioned. That part was kind of weird. Because I'm like, how do y'all know this? Like, even in the early part of the beginning, where Jack saves Cole from Sub-Zero, and then when, you know, Jack, you know, Cole takes the car, goes to meet Sonya, and Cole meets Sonya, he's like, oh, yeah, Jack sent me. I'm pretty sure Jack's never said his name. <laughs> I don't think he ever said his name was Jax. I just don't think so. That was kind of weird. Um, yeah, but that was kind of weird to me because I'm like, wait, how do you know his name? He never said it. So there was, like, some weird pieces like that. But a lot of the parts I really like, I like the fatalities that they showed. I saw a comment somewhere, I was like, there's only two fatalities. I counted, like, eight or nine. I think eight for sure. 
I can't even run through the fatalities that I personally saw. So when Sub or Sub Zero, when Scorpion's uh family gets killed, when Sub Zero freezes them in ice and stabs them, that counts as one. That's a fatality. I don't care what no one says. That was one when Sub Zero or I keep saying Sub Zero, fuck. When Scorpion, uh, when he throws his spear in the beginning, and he catches the guy in the back of the head, or he throws the spear through dude's head, pulls him down, and breaks his neck. That counts as a fatality. I don't care what no one says. That was probably an X-ray move if we're going to be super technical, but as a fatality, that's two. Uh, Sub-Zero breaking Jackson's arm is a fatality. I don't care. You know, Jack, technically, he didn't die, but come on. He froze his arm and broke him and left him for dead. That's a fatality. Um... So that's two. We got I think you got to get a uh, Kano pulling the heart out of the scorpion, or not the scorpion, out of the reptile. Um, as lizard man, which is funny, lizard man is a reference to. Uh, uh, no, no, lizard man is actually a, <laughs> a soul caliber character, but whatever. When he rips the heart out of the lizard, he says Kano wins. Very nice, and that counts as one. So that's uh, that's four technically. Then we got uh, of course. Kung Lao's fatality, where he slides Natara through his hat, which was dope. Which I was like, Kung Lao was he was very dope in the movie for the time he had. I think Kung Lao and Liu Kang were the two best. You were talking about like representations, like Kung Lao, Liu Kang, and Sub Zero. I think were the three best representations of their Mortal Kombat characters, in my opinion. People were like, oh well, Liu Kang, Liu Kang got you know he got stood up by Cole. Liu Kang was never like if you watch the game, Liu Kang is very much. He kind of plays down. He becomes, of course, he wins like three more. Spoiler alert, Luke Kane wins like three more combat tournaments by himself. <laughs> but Luke Kane is a monk. He's very, you know, kind of submissive more. He's more, he takes a back seat. He's kind of like, yo, I ain't trying to do that. You know, I'm doing what Master Raiden says. I fight when I need to, you know, stuff like that. Luke Kane's not really the leader type. He's more, he kind of plays, he's a good soldier, pretty much. You tell him what to do, he does it, you know. But he steps up when he needs to. And that's how he was. In the movie, and so it's Kung Lao. Like they're very much the same. They're they're monks. They kind of have this, you know, discipline and things like that. They do what they're told. They're very disciplined. They're very honorable. And people go, "Oh, I didn't like this Luke." I'm like, Luke King was fine. Luke King, he threw fireballs. He did the bicycle kick, which was nice. Some people go, "Oh, the bicycle kick." Didn't look. I'm like, it looked fine. I did the bicycle kick in the first movie, in the first Mortal Kombat movie from the '90s. Did look better, but I, he did a bicycle kick, which was nice. He threw fireballs. He did, and he even did his dragon fatality, which I thought was one of the sickest ones. And they shouldn't have put that in the trailer. That should have been saved. That should have been a big, dope-ass moment, but they spoiled that. They shouldn't have put that in the trailer. Um, but also, one of my favorite parts in the movie is when Liu Kang beat Kano with three trips, which, if you go back to the old Mortal Kombat movies, or the old Mortal Kombat games, like Mortal Kombat 1, 2, and I think 3 as well, you just do a bunch of trips, especially against the computer. You could just trip them all day, and they die. It's pretty funny. And I thought that was like a nice little reference to that, to old school Warner Combat with the trips. But yeah, those, yeah, I think Kung Lao, yeah, Kung Lao, and he did like his teleport, his hat teleported from the ground, where his hat was on the ground, he teleported up. That was also really nice. I'm happy that they didn't put that in the trailer. That would have kind of blown me. But seeing Renko and Natara was cool because they're two lesser characters, I think, from. They appeared, I think Renko appeared in Mortal Kombat like four Deadly, like Deadly Alliance. I know Natara came in during Deadly Alliance or Deception, one of the two. But the two like lesser known characters, and they were in the movie, which made me really think they're probably gonna pull it. They're probably gonna pull in some like some really interesting characters into the next one. Hopefully, they, this uh, Mortal Kombat makes enough movie where we get a second one. We get to actually see the tournament, and also because Mortal Kombat is a prelude to the traditional tournament. Another reason why Johnny Cage wasn't there. They do a, a little. The end part of the movie is they they tease Johnny Cage. 
But yeah, um, but back to the fatalities. So uh, I just talked about Lucane's dragon, which is one. Uh, Kung Lao saw in, uh, Natara through his hat, which was really dope. Kung Lao got his soul stolen from Shang Tsung. That's another one. That's that's another one. You know, because that's the fatality. Like I don't care what no one says. That's a fatality. Um, I want to say Cole killing Goro the way he slashed. You know, technically he didn't. That's not really a fatality. And I also feel like Cole. Someone comment and tell me if I'm wrong. If Cole felt like his style when he got his shield, he got his power, which was like his armor. He got his two tonfas. That felt very much like a deception in Deadly Online because that's where they added like the sword, the weapon stances. That felt a lot like that, where he has his MMA background, but he also had weapons. That felt so much like a Deadly Alliance um, deception reference. I could be wrong, but that's just I remember when they really introduced that, where everyone had like a weapon stance. So that felt like that was really um, kind of like a little nod to that. So yeah, so I give Cole Killing Goro as a fatality, in my opinion. He gets one. Uh, Jack smashing Renko at the pit. He should have uppercutted him like he really should have. That would have been a nice one. But Jackson with his fatality, his classic fatality. Sonya shooting Melina with the uh, beam pulse through her like chest. I'm pretty, and I think that's her fatality from MK X or MK11. Because this is when she does that, when she shoots, or I don't know if it's her or if it's her like her drone in the game. But that's pretty much what she does. And also Sonya killing Kano, I guess it's cast counts as a fatality. You know, it's pretty straightforward. She just hit him in the head with like a stone or some shit. But she hits him in the eye and kills him. But we'll give her a fatality on that one too. And of course, Scorpion does his old school fatality with the hellfire where he takes off his mask and blows it. And you know, and he burns Sub Zero to a Chris. So yeah. Those are all the fat- I think that's all the fatalities. There might have been one more I didn't count, but yeah, that's all of them. Which I thought was pretty good. Which I thought they were all, you know, really pretty well decent. I like that they actually use their special attacks. Yeah, the pacing was kind of weird. Uh, a lot of people, but I really think the really main problem with Mortal Kombat was uh, that everyone thought it was going to be the tournament, and it wasn't, and they should have advertised the movie as a prelude to the actual Mortal Kombat tournament. That would have helped a lot, I think. It wouldn't help like the pacing and some of the other weird stuff, but I think it would have at least helped people's minds so people go, oh, okay, this is just before, this is Raiden kind of getting kind of letting people know what's up and before we actually go to the tournament you know let's get some fighters and stuff like that but i really enjoyed it they hinted at some other play they had some other easter eggs like they hinted at katana's fan was in raiden's temple shinnok's amulet was kano stole i'm not sure if he put it back so hopefully shinnok is a part of like the later movies um there was a reference to night wolf on sonya's like information board she had like she talked about night wolf there's a picture of maybe koto khan so there was some cool References to some other characters and where they could go and things like that. And of course, the big reference to Johnny Cage at the end. People are trying to figure out who's going to play him. Uh, I wouldn't mind The Miz from WWE to play Johnny Cage. He fits the character. Like, he's literally that gimmick outside of his martial arts expertise. But I think The Miz could pull it off. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, this is so weird. People are like, oh, you know, the acting wasn't too great. What the fuck? It's a Mortal Kombat movie. Like, if you really want a good Mortal Kombat story, a good Mortal Kombat story, watch the cinematics for the games on YouTube because people do it where they just have all the cinematics from the game. Watch those, and it's actually a pretty good story. It's actually a really good story. Like MKX and MK, actually MK9, MKX and MK11. Watch those cinematics, you know, on YouTube back to back to back, and that's actually a really good Mortal Kombat story. But it makes no sense. Like Mortal Kombat story has been stupid and retconned and fixed, and because the story isn't just. It's kind of whatever. It's kind of up for the debate. 
you know so i think a lot of people and i'm like because eh, the source material is kind of trash like the story is trash in world combat it's just weird how it works and blah, blah, blah. and of course shang Tsung was trying to cheat but it's just the pacing's kind of weird it could have done some more explaining some of the characters backgrounds or how characters knew each other or you know, giving some characters maybe more online, just because you know, because Renko and Natara just pop up, and Shane seems like, yeah, squad, you know, gang, gang, I'm gonna go get him. I was like, wait, what? Why? And then Natara says nothing. She's on screen a grand total of like five minutes in total before Kung Lao kills her. <laughs> and Kung Lao's only on screen for like ten minutes before he gets killed by saying some. So it is what it is. We'll see. They might have hinted at Sub Zero becoming Noob Cybot because Behan, who is the first Sub Zero that we meet in the movie, does become Noob Cybot later on. He becomes a Wraith of Nether Realm, I believe. He becomes a Wraith later on in the World Combat series. So we'll see what happens. I'm very curious to see if they keep going. I hope the movie does relatively well financially, so we can get another one, so we can see them improve. But I did like that they at least showed. We will do some stuff. We got some ideas and things like that. I also like how Liu Kang legit had three outfits in the whole movie. Like, my man has changed outfits three times. He was wearing, like, the black with the red sash. Then he took the black off. Then he was just bare-chested with the black pants and the red sash. Then for some reason, he put on his white gi with the red sash and the black pants. He put on the red headband, like, towards the end. So he had more. This is hilarious. I'm like, Liu Kang, you, you got drip. I, I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so I again, like I said earlier, I get the movie like a three, uh, a three, a three out of five, seven out of ten, something in that range. Not great, but not horrible. It's a movie, like a lot of people say, it's just a movie. Like, if you're a fan of Mortal Kombat, you watch it, you enjoy it, you know, look for some cool stuff to happen. They did some cool stuff, there's some cool special effects. You got to see some pretty decent fights. I wish the fights were a little longer, you know, just because you know, because the like none of the bad people, like, none of the people from uh. Outwork got a chance to really shine. Like, no one really shined, you know, outside of Sub Zero. Sub Zero was the only person that really got some offense, but no one else really, you know, went ham. You know, you know, Molina can go crazy, Cabal could go crazy. So, hopefully, what they should have done, they should have just had like some random jobber monks get killed by the people from uh, Outworld, and that would be nice. So, we can kind of see them use their powers and see them do some fatalities because the only, because only Kano and, uh, Chang Sung are the only two people from our world that got a chance to do fatalities. All the other fatalities were done by the heroes. So it'd be nice to see some of the, or aside of Sub-Zero, who only got like one fatality technically. Well, two, technically. You know, in the whole movie. So we should see some more jobbers just get killed. Just some random soldiers from special forces or something just pop up and get killed. Just so we can see everyone else's powers and see them get some, some you know, some shine. I would love to see like Cabal do his traditional fatality where he runs really fast and spins you around. And it spins off your skin and stuff, and you're left with just a skeleton. That would have been stupid, but hey, what am I saying? <laughs> We're seeing like Sandman use like his hook swords. Because his hook swords are dope. I'll be it, but that's my impression. I guess now, I guess I can say it's a review. My impressions, or really my thoughts on the Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat 2021. I'm definitely checking out if you're a Mortal Kombat fan, video game fan. It's decent. It's a, you know, I say, hey, it's decent. Maybe I'll go out to the movies to see it. We have HBO Max. Or if you watch it somewhere else, you know, definitely watch it. Check it out. It's a good time. It's a good about two hours of your life. It's not bad. It's fun. It's a movie. You know, something to watch. Anyway, thank you for checking out this brand new episode of the Aura Podcast. I greatly appreciate it. Um, Like, share, comment, subscribe to the video that's on YouTube. Of course, share the podcast when it goes up on Spotify and things like that. And on Anchor, I greatly appreciate it. All in forever. Slicing, dicing, gaming. Not just a motto. It's a lifestyle. I'll see you in the next podcast. Later.